Welcome to the Straight Shooting View. Hey, what's up, peeps? My name is Straight Shooting LJA, and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now, uh, one thing, well, a couple of things, actually, I want to get into, and that's idiotic racists on social media and parasitic media laziness. Now, I'm going to take both of these. I'm going to take both of these subjects on at once because they do intertwine with each other. Now, for me, they're like racists on social media are some of the most cowardly cretins that walk God's green earth. And for me, it's very easy to sit behind a keyboard like some keyboard warrior, keyboard gangster, however you want to, however you want to call them. But basically, these guys are idiots, and it's very easy to shoot your mouths off and bury someone based on, like, from behind the keyboard. And it's stuff that most people wouldn't say to someone's face. Now, the reason I mention this first and foremost is because Marcus Rashford, the hero he has been in the absence of this idiotic government and if you want my views on the government the straight shooting rants is on my instagram page liam l-i-a-m underscore l-j-a underscore angel with two l's the straight shooting rants is where i go political so i won't bore you with it here but marcus rashford has been the hero that boris johnson should have been and disgracefully has not been but Marcus Rashford, after all the stuff he's done, campaigning for children, campaigning for free school meals, being a model, being a model professional at what, 22 years old, a model professional that, and I'll, I'll be honest about this, as a black male and a father, I would be proud if my son grew up to be half the man that someone like Marcus Rashford and also Raheem Sterling have become. I would be proud of that. But instead, what have you got? You've got these idiots on social media racially abusing him. How can you abuse Marcus Rashford after what he, after everything he's done? Disgraceful. Utterly disgraceful. But you know what? He's not even been the only one recently. Anthony Martial, Reese James, and this one of them was like, and um, to uh, to Anzabi at Man United as well. And it's like, where, like, if 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 your team loses, I put it to you this. I put it to you this way: if your team loses, why do you need to go the racial route? Why do you need to be xenophobic? Why do you need to do that? Because your team has lost a match, a football match. Why? That's that's the thing. And for me, I look at it as a lot of these cretins doing this on social media. They'll get caught, and then they'll be like, "Oh well, I didn't mean it. I don't usually do this at work. I'm not usually that person." And then you get people crawling out of the woodwork, going, "Oh, he's not that kind of person." Like with, um, I actually watched a documentary recently with Anton Ferdinand, football racism and me. And it's one of them where it's like people leapt to John Terry's defense. Oh, he's not a racist. Oh, no, no, no. It's like, but he racially abused Anton Ferdinand. There was no need to go that way. So you look at it like that and you think to yourself, just 
Why do you need to do that? Why do you feel the need to do that? Is there that much hate in your heart? And you feel that stifled by whether it's the job you do, the wife you've got, the sex you ain't getting, whatever. You feel that stifled and that unhappy within yourself that it feels good to go and racially abuse someone on social media. Or just racially abuse someone, just period. It's just disgraceful. And for me, the sad thing is the powers that be in football never, ever step up on this. Or if they do, very, very rarely. And they don't step up in, a, in an appropriate fashion. It's one of them where it's just like, oh, here's a few hundred thousand pound fine. Here's a couple of grand fine. Oh, well, our rules aren't really set up for this. Well, set them up then. Set up your rules like that. Because at the end of the day, you can't allow this to keep going on. And to me, it's really unfair when players basically or people in general have to take themselves off social media because of the abuse they're getting. That's not fair. Social media should be for everyone. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be oh if you're black you might want to you might want to stay off it because you're going to get racially abused every now and then. No. It shouldn't be that way. And it's sad that we live in a world where it still is that way. And some have said yeah there there should be government there should be government kind of regulation on it and yeah there should be there should be laws against racism xenophobia homophobia because it's all verbal abuse physical abuse that affects people's mental health so if it's detrimental to people's mental health then yeah of course there should be like draconian sanctions against it draconian sanctions not just a little slap on the wrist a little talking to or they've given apology and then it's done no 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 no. these punishments need to be draconian because you need to send the message you need to send the message that it's not acceptable and it won't be accepted we're supposed to live in this diverse society and the whole but one thing one thing that Brexit Britain has shown is that is that over the past four or five years, and it's and it's just as bad in America. So we have and we have no moral high ground. This one then was it shown that seamy underbelly of racism and xenophobia. It's really come back to the surface. It's always bubbled under. Let's not get that twisted. It always has. It really always has. And for me, tying into the second thing that I wanted to talk about about the par- what I call the parasitic media. For those of you who have listened to Pitch Talk shows for a number of years, yeah, you will have heard me say the phrase pas- pa- parasitic media for a long, long time. And for me, the, me- uh, the media, what a lot of their, pro- what, a lot of, uh, what a lot of their problem is, is that they don't offer context. And in the words of Eric Bischoff, context is king. I'll give you one example. Liverpool tonight, as I record this, have been linked to um, a deadline day move for Preston's Ben Davis. Two million quid, left-footed centre-back. Okay, sounds a bargain. You may remember my you may remember my last vlog about do Liverpool FC need to change. You may remember that episode of the Straight Shooting View where I go into about Liverpool's dip in form. Now, we've recently just had two wins on the bounce in the league. So, yeah, 
Anyway, I did say keep the faith. But one of the other things I did mention was something that was brought up by that the newspaper, The Mirror, where they talked about us signing, us potentially signing a centre-back in January, in the January window, or at least wanting to. But I said, and I mentioned that it's not quite as simple as just going out and signing anybody. Because at the end of the day, if we go abroad and sign someone, you've got the COVID-19 restrictions in terms of travel. There's a, there, that's a major factor. But also as well, also as well, it's a case of any if we go for a marquee international international player, then obviously as Liverpool, they'll know that the club selling will know that we've got money because we have become a very valuable club under FSG because they're doing the right things, but that's a different topic. But also as well, it's a case of they're going to hose us on price because of that. Oh, the Premier League champions want our player. They're one of the richest, they're one of the richest money-spending leagues in the world. Oh, Liverpool, the very top, the champion. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's worth 40 million. We want 80. We want 120. So you've got you've even got domestic players doing that as well. Sorry, domestic clubs doing that with play, with players as well. And British players especially will be at a major league premium and always have been. Always have been. So those issues are really nothing new. But one of the new wrinkles is the Premier League rules about homegrown players. We're in the 25-man squad. You can have you can't have anything over 17 players being non-homegrown. So one bit of context, I, I read, I said, read about the potential of, a, of signing Ben Davis from Preston. The fact is, he counts as homegrown. So what does that mean? That basically means that we would not have to leave a senior player out of our squad when those squads are updated in early February. Because we have to submit our 25-man squad. And it's one of them where... Remember when Manchester City signed Scott Sinclair and Jack Rodwell? That was clearly because of the homegrown rules. Clearly. And UEFA 6 plus 5 rule. For every six non-homegrown players, you've got to have five homegrown ones. So it's one of them where it's like Sky Sports now were reporting about, were reporting about this. About this potential deal with Ben Davis. But they didn't put in that critical context of the homegrown rule. All they were worried with putting in and perpetuating their agenda and a lot of other and the agenda of a lot of other media outlets, where it's like, oh, FSG are being stingy. Oh, are they getting ready to sell the club? Oh, this, oh, that, and it's like, no. FSG are being very careful and very prudent in the transfer window, as they always have been, as they always have been. That's why they had in the in the early days Damian Kamoli. They're Damian Camoli in the transfer committee. So FSG are not going to deviate from that now, especially as in the last two seasons, look at the successes brought to the club. Look at the successes brought. A Premier League title for the first time in 30 years and the champions and our sixth Champions League. All within the space of what? Five years. So they're not going to deviate from what has brought them major success. And it would be stupid to deviate from that. I mean, you just look at... I mean, you just, you just look at bloody... Just look at Hollywood. It's like superhero movies. How many of them are there? 
like per year they're releasing like three, four, five, six superhero movies because they know it's successful. It's a formula that works, so why would you deviate from it? So for me, it's one of them where it's like the media and their lack of context tying it back in, them not providing full context and perpetuating certain agendas, that does not help with the fight against racism, especially on social media. Because the way the media portrays certain people, it basically encourages that level of ignorance, in my opinion. Encourages it. It's not a, not a foundation, but it definitely encourages it. And for me, that is a major, major problem. Because when you've got these big, legit news media outlets portraying young black men in a certain way, portraying them that they're always all about the bling bling and going out and trying to get girls and wasting their money like say your Sean Wright Phillips is or your Jermaine Pennants it's one of them where it's like when you perpetuate that kind of image it makes people it basically manipulates people's perception of that group of people so Marcus so guys like Marcus Rashford Guys like Raheem Sterling, I've done a I've done a straight shooting view vlog two years ago about how the media has a hard on for burying Raheem Sterling for no reason. It's like dude goes to Greg's to get his breakfast, they're burying for it. Look at Phil Foden. Phil Foden buys his mum buys his mum a house for a couple of million quid. He's congratulated by the Daily Mail, aka the Daily Fail, for it. But then a young black player, round about the same age, ironically, same club, does the same thing, gets buried for him. Oh, he's never been near the first team. What right does he have to buy his mama house? And it's like, when you've got that level of stuff happening in the media, and when you've got the government not doing what it's supposed to, and someone like Marcus Rashford stepping up, and as I said, being the hero that Boris Johnson should be, being the leader that Boris Johnson should be, and people are racially abusing Rashford for that. You gotta look, as I said, you gotta look at all the areas here. You've gotta look at media culpability and responsibility for the way for the way they present certain people. <clears throat> and the negative stereotypes that they not only that they not only encourage, but they actively endorse. So you've gotta look at that as well. And then also giving idiots and morons a platform with no ramifications with no ramifications for what they do and this and this is one of the major things for me as well where it's like if you can go on something shoot your mouth off and say whatever xenophobic racist homophobic comment you want and know that all you're going all you're going to get is maybe a slap on the wrist by the social media networks then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do it if you've got that hate in your heart, you're going to do it. You're going to let it out, knowing that you've got a platform where you're pretty much encouraged to do it because there are no sanctions. Or the sanctions that there are, are <sighs> minuscule at best. So for me, it's one of them. There's a lot of culpability. And as I said, there's a lot of cross-pollination with the way the media present certain people and also the way the way that the football empowers that be and the government and their lack of action both of these lack of action or minuscule amounts of action 
against this negative against this level of negativity it just ends up encouraging everything so as i said if a lot of times if people think they can get away with something then they will it's like you ask most people oh if you were invisible for a day what would you do most people's first art there's there will be i won't say most there'll be quite a lot of people whose first answer will be i want to go rob a bank why because i can't be seen and it's the same sort of principle where if you can be an anonymous person on social media or you can post something on social media and basically be anonymous you're going you're going to take a lot more liberties than if it was tied to say your home address your bank account your mobile number you're going to take a lot more liberties because number one you know either you can't be traced or basically you can get away with you can get away with it because you can just close your account and run Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so there's i mean it's as i said so disgraceful that this stuff still happens and as i said the media with their double standards very much likes to sweep certain thing certain things under the rug and let certain things go Whereas with certain people or certain celebrities, they get away with what they do. Or certain public figures get away with what they do. So, yeah, it is, it is one of them ones where, that's it. I want to, you know what? I want to know your views. Comment section is below. Please let me know your views on Marcus Rashford, Reese James, among others, being abused on social media. It's disgraceful, ain't it? Let me know your views. Do the footballing powers that be need to step up and do more in terms of punishments? Do governments, do the government need to step in and do something as well? For me, the answer to both those questions is yes. And also, does the media have a major part to play in the way they, in the way they present certain people? And do they manipulate perception and make people think of certain individuals and entities in a negative fashion let me know your views comment section is down below remember youtube.com forward slash pitch talk catch all of the episodes of the straight shooting view coaching with jbk and also five minutes with the g as well so shout out to the g man and jbk too Israel Lemon is also at Pitch Talk on Instagram and on Twitter as well. Catch our, catch our stuff there. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we're up to on Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk as well. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group too. We're everywhere. We're trying to be everywhere. Remember, we've got audio versions of these vlogs as, of our vlogs as well on Podomatic, iTunes, aka Google, aka um, Apple Podcasts. Also, Google Podcasts. Spotify, we're also on as well. So Podomatic, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we're there, man. Also, add that RSS feed of ours to Player FM so you can get the latest Pitch Talk vlogs as audio as well. If you ain't got time to watch, sit down and watch a video, listen to the audio too on the Pitch Talk podcast. But you know what? I have been Straight Shooting LJA and this has been another episode of The Straight Shooting View and I will see you next time, peeps. Take it easy. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on social media, dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game.